It's time for Knox Talk, a behind-the-scenes look at the business side of college sports. Featuring Paul Sickman from Knox Sports and Brandon Parks from the Vol Network. Now for today's show. Welcome to another edition of Knox Talk. Today is the Wednesday, the 17th of August. And as always, I am joined by my good friend, Brandon Parks from the University of Tennessee. Good afternoon, Brandon. Hey, Paul. Uh, 15 days from kickoff in Knoxville. Uh, pretty exciting time of year. The days keep flying by. I know it. I, you know, every partner that we have, Brandon, mutually or exclusively, every partner we have is either in a raw, unadulterated state of panic or they're calm and ready. It doesn't matter. They're, 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 no one is in between right now. They're either there or, or they're just, I can't believe it's 15 days. I am not done. I have all these things to do. And I have probably half and half of my partners are in either state right now. But football season is going to come whether we want it or not. And we've spent the last few podcasts uh, talking not really about the mega million dollar clients that we have, but more on a local level, the local sponsors, the statewide sponsors, the folks uh, that are on uh, that level. Uh, and we're kind of asking ourselves and, and, and asking each other, you know, why do these sponsors do it? Why do they, uh, what are their goals and objectives uh, when they do these deals with schools? And, and so today we're going to get some answers, Brandon, because you have brought one of your favorite local partners to Knox Talk. Why don't you do an introduction and we'll get into it. Absolutely. Uh, today we're joined by Philip Sampietro, uh, who is the franchisee for Gus's world famous fried chicken in Knoxville. Uh, we've been working together uh, for a few years now, uh, and he's been a terrific partner not only to the Vol Network, but to uh, the University of Tennessee Athletics Department as well. So he's um, growing his business. Uh, hopefully we have something to do with with some of that success. But I think he 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 would be fascinating. I think he will be fascinating on this podcast to learn more about the why and why it's important that he is involved with UT athletics, but he's got a very unique uh, background and backstory. So he, he was originally uh, living in Memphis and then moved to Knoxville uh, and took ownership of the franchisee for Gus's. So uh, with that, Philip, I'll introduce you and then uh, let you give us a little bit about your background, how you arrived in Knoxville, and then we'll dive into uh, a little bit more of the detail about why it's important for you to have your relationship with Tennessee. Sounds good. Thank you. So I guess, long story short, moved here six years ago from Memphis, 51 years old, and fell in love with Gus's. Actually, Gus's was a customer of mine. I used to work in the wholesale food distributor business. Um, so when she started talking about franchising, that's when my, I guess, the light bulb went off and uh, started talking with her. And next thing you know, I moved to Knoxville. Yeah. Anyway, got a great relationship going with UT. Uh, we purchased our season tickets. Uh, we're a season tickets holder now for uh, baseball, basketball, football. Um, and now we are doing, uh, hooked up with Brandon at the Vol Network. Uh, we do some business over at the uh, Tailgate Tennessee, which is right there out front of the stadium at Circle Park. Um, and it's just a great, great, great partnership. They're always sending people over to eat. We're always going over there cooking fried chicken for the athletes and the recruits and everything. And it's just, I like to say it's like a big circle, right? So Philip, when you, you decided to move up here, 
and your wife graduated from here uh, and then you went to games. Did you, were you surprised at the fandom and support and how important the university was to this community really on a daily basis? You know, you, you walk into this stadium and as I'm sitting there looking at the picture on this wall in this office and it's just, it's, and to, and to go in. So, you know, I guess being fortunate enough to come here during college years and stuff like that, you know, 25, 30 years ago, and just to see how exciting things were and, and to come in here with people that had never been in this stadium and they walk in and they're like, Oh my gosh, is it like this every weekend? You know, and just the enthusiasm and all the orange and white everywhere. It's just, it's a special, special, special thing. So, Philip, when you, and we're going to dig into some kind of information that other people that are local sponsors might be able to compare and contrast for you. So, when you, without talking specific dollars, when you look at your whole advertising budget, what percentage of your budget goes into sports and maybe specifically into the University of Tennessee? So, oh gosh. Uh, I'm going to probably say 5%. So 5%. So nationally, companies spend anywhere from 5% to 10% on sports. That's pretty normal. Um, And you're in a market where it is, you know, 5% is you're spending it with the most powerful advertising gorilla in the market. So uh, it's interesting. So, But you are all over the state, right? You're not just in Knoxville. You've got how many total stores do you have across the state? So actually, I only have this one store. We are growing right now. We're actually building a location as we speak on Level Road across from the uh, Costco. Uh, And then we've also just secured a spot in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, But there there are 39 total franchises across the country, which may sound big, but, you know, compared to the bigger uh, restaurant, it's really nothing. It's a very, very small outfit. You know, we're you know, to, to say 39 restaurants across the country is nothing compared, like I said, to the. You're the perfect right? sponsor to talk to because that's who we want to talk to is a local sponsor oh, yeah. like that. And so you're you're the local franchisee in Knoxville. I'm going to ask one more question and let you go, Brandon, for a little bit. Um, you talked before about how it's kind of symbiotic. that They come to you, you come to them. Do you have a specific measurable for success, um, Philip, that you use when you, when you evaluate the University of Tennessee partnership? Do you say this is a. You know, do you say this many people came in or this was an offer that I made and I was able to. So when you look at this relationship, would you have a specific measure for your success? No, I don't. You know, there's really never been like a specific measure or goal, I guess, because of my, I guess, more or less my background back in sales. You know, you're always trying to increase. So if you did, you know, one hundred dollars this week, you want to do two hundred dollars next week Uh, and just knowing how big the university was we've, we've always kept pushing and asking and I can't tell you the amount of free meals I've taken over to the coaches and whoever else over the administration anything so there's really never been an actual goal we just knew that the size of the program and everything that's involved over there at the University of Tennessee that even right now six years later I, you know there's still so much more business to do with them it's helping me grow and I want to help them grow. Right. So, yeah, so it's ultimately you know, decide your business is growing. growing. We're yeah. able to make donations and do things to the help things, you know, it's just a great, great partnership. Yeah. And I, I'll jump in. Um, and Philip and I talk about this a lot. We, we look at in-store sales 
really on a monthly basis and annual basis. And since he's opened six years ago, um, studying what is that incremental growth year over year uh, in revenue? Uh, what is the incremental foot traffic that's coming into the restaurant monthly, annually, and incrementally growing? And then the other part that I can that I can really put a number on or an ROI on was our ability to get him engaged on more private hospitality, um, catering to opportunities on campus. Sure. And, and so outside of what we see that's driven into the, into the store, then we can look at, okay, this relationship and how we market you in the public way is, is driving traffic, but then also as a partner trying to do the right thing, getting Philip in the mix as a catering option within athletics, which um, probably a, a lot of our um, MMR sales reps would agree with this. Um, and Paul, you know this over the years, those you know, the, the campus and the athletics department can be very complicated to navigate. Sure. And so you think if I want to feed the football team, who's the right person to go feed, to go talk to about that. And so what we try to do with with our current restaurant partners is is to alleviate some of the complexities and be able to to deliver catering menu options which gus's is a part of that um and so annually we can go back and look at what his catering business looks like on that campus and and just and really give you an roi number um and and we've done that really in a multitude of ways so all of the individual sports teams on campus are aware of Gus's and have catering menus in front of their director of operations. And they know that they can call directly to Philip and place orders, which he'll then take care of, whether it be feeding the team or feeding recruits on a weekend, uh, feeding the coaching staff on a weekly basis. Um, and then as other opportunities arise, uh, we try to make sure that he is plugged in and he is he is a menu option for partners to take advantage of. And so he mentioned Tailgate Tennessee. That's our privatized tailgating area, which has 100 to 110 private tailgates per game, a block from the stadium. And he is one of four or five uh, restaurant menu options that's available uh, for fans um, to essentially order in advance their food for the upcoming Saturday. And then he comes to campus with his branded cups um, and he'll set up those tailgates for those fans. And so uh, certainly as we grow and there's more opportunities to feed people, then, you know, we just, we keep that top of mind. Um, and then certainly we, we've done some things over the years with private ball network events for corporate partners. Um, but we're very, focused and philip knows this while we do embrace and love the passion and energy of ut athletics and it's it's fantastic to be a part of that affinity this is a business decision for him he is a a local franchisee um that has that has a limited marketing budget and so those dollars that are spent have to have roi attached to it and that's how i try to manage and work with philip in that sense um and he's done a very good job from a sports perspective of tying into the Vol Network's local flagship radio station. Uh, and and he has a presence really there daily, 365, that complements his relationship um, on campus. Well, I mean, good golly, if, if you guys just, just the Vol tailgate alone 
I would think from an ROI perspective, probably helps pay for the deal. I got to think with the amount of money that that is uh, that's generating back. So, Philip, that's probably the answer to the question. Is, is, uh, as as Brandon said very well, it's it's traffic and total dollars coming back, which is what most companies are doing. Uh, I, I got a strange question for you, Philip. You've been doing this for a while. What is, forgive Brandon for a second, because I know it wasn't him. What is, I'm sure there are other teams and other organizations that have come to you and pitched you to try to get you to uh, buy sports from them. What is the worst athletic pitch that's ever been given to you? <laughs> oh, what? The, oh, you know, what? what's the, uh, the, the little ice rink? There's a little ice rink, and I'm sorry, I, I can't think of the name of the ice rink, but there's something not too far from Gus's, and they were like, Oh, you will do so well over here. We're going to hang up your banner, you know, and people will just, and I'm like, well, I don't really do. Is there an ice hockey? Who's, who's over there sk ice skating right now over here in Knoxville, Tennessee, you know, but it, it, it's really no, of course, nobody of any, any kind of size compares to UT around here, of course, but you get things like high schools that hit you up. Uh, you're always, people are always trying to get you, I guess, being a restaurant, they, you know, they want coupons and they want discounts and just anything that, you know, we're really, really fortunate. We've never had to be in coupon books or discount books or, you know, we, us, we feel like we've got something really, really special, uh, that we don't feel like we have to discount it. Right. You know, we've, we just, that's the kind of the, the, the area we're in right now we've just we feel like we've got you know one of the best products out there and there's no reason to be in a coupon book or be in the weekly mail flyer uh and and people are more and more and more talking about it right so it's just a, a networking thing and brandon's been a huge part of that he understood that we are even though we yeah, have we're part of 39 restaurants across the country that I am just this one locally owned restaurant right here. Uh, and, you know, he walked in, gosh, I guess probably five years ago. Uh, and, and he's understood that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we don't have this million dollar budget. And so he's helped us grow along the way and put us in front of the right people. Um, so, you know, my thing is, Hey, look, if, if, if you're not a part of the ball network or you're not a part of Tennessee and you're living in, and you're, you have a business in Knoxville, Tennessee, you might want to rethink that. And quickly, it's a great time. We'll have to edit that out nationally because that's just ridiculous uh, pandering for Brandon that we have to always <laughs> kill that. So uh, Mr. Parks, he's, you know, Philip just said something really interesting. You know, he's a local restaurant that does not want a coupon. He doesn't want to discount his product at all, which is always the easy low hanging fruit when you do restaurant deals. Right. So when you were, Brandon, when you were evaluating how, what kind of inventory um, to talk to him about, what was the inventory that you were focused on to try to make sure he was driving traffic? Yeah, well, and, and when he entered this market, this was a relatively new brand in our market. And, and you would have to have been aware of the Gus's brand and, and really West Tennessee and Memphis. Um, so there was a huge play in the very beginning to try to help him build the brand uh, and the and the restaurant, and he mentioned this. It's it's a mile and a half off campus, uh, but it's not on a what I would consider a main thoroughfare. So uh, we we really had to educate the market, and and so what we tried to do was was select what would be hopefully the most visible dominant assets that were budget friendly. Uh, and so uh, 
quite honestly, we started out with a full page color ad in the football souvenir program, which would gain uh, his brand access into Neyland Stadium uh, on a game by game basis. And then we had a monthly campaign on utsports.com that was geo-targeted to the Knoxville market. And those were the couple of basic things that we started with, just basic portfolio asset type items uh, to build the brand. And, and I, I told him how we can effectively do that is get you in the most visible places that we can and give you the frequency that we can. So if fans are at the game and they pick up their souvenir program walking into the stadium uh, and they see Gus's uh, in that publication, and then they tune into utsports.com on Sunday after the game to read stories. And there's Gus's again. Um, it was the repetitiveness of, of that branding and that marketing. And then um, something that's somewhat unique here is I highly recommended to him that he supplement uh, a radio buy and a radio campaign with our flagship sports talk station uh, who carries all of our programming. Uh, and I said, hey, if we can do those three things to get you started, I think that'll get you the frequency and brand visibility that you need really on a weekly basis to help build this brand. And then as we move along, uh, you know, we'll create grassroots introductions where we can uh, and, and sort of let this thing take off. So when you think about it on campus on a game day, uh, fans pick up their souvenir programs as they walk through the gates. Those are free now at Tennessee. Uh, so he has visibility there. But then the branding that he gets inside of tailgate Tennessee for all the fans that are that are buying his food and then he's got his branded cups and so forth you almost say it's a marketing activation on game day with with the folks that he's feeding um, so there's an element of marketing that falls into that too uh, but th those were the key things early on um, you know and we've continued to tweak those things as, as we've gone forward you know we've done schedule cards uh, in the past where uh, when fans go in to eat at the restaurant, they can pick up a card. It's got Gus's branding and marketing on it. Um, and certainly we're going to reevaluate things as he opens up this second location in West Knoxville and then potentially a third location in Chattanooga. Uh, but th those were the things early on was was build a brand and do it through frequency and visibility. Hey, and you, you've done some things hospitality wise for some of your staff. Uh, where you'll give them tickets, send them to games and that sort of thing, which staffing right now I know is a challenge across the board for you, but incentives like that can be helpful. You know, and we've also, uh, we were talking about it today. We, we uh, you know, I'm going to say the name Texas Roadhouse. So we've done other functions and caterings with other partners, I guess, of the Vala Network. Um, and we really hit it off. And as a matter of fact, we are trading like coupons and gift cards for our employees. You know, it's just a great, you know, this past weekend we fed uh, 500 people over at the University of Tennessee. The football team had a family barbecue and it was us and Texas Roadhouse that took care of them. And it was just a great partnership uh, to see both companies that are doing so well over here and part of UT and pulling this big thing off together, right? It was good, really good. So you're, as you look to the next uh, year or two, Philip, you're going to have two and then three locations that can all potentially feed into the University of Tennessee. How do you evaluate your budget as it relates to going from one location to three? And how much is Brandon going to have to come to your office and kiss your ass to be able to get more money? <laughs> 
you know, so you don't want to forget who brought you to the party, right? So you don't, to me, it's like you don't want to cut, you know, because at some point you're like, hey, they are doing really well. Maybe we don't need this person or that person anymore. Uh, I think that's wrong. I think what you do is you continue. So as we're growing, I think our budget needs to grow. Now, I haven't put a pen and paper to it, but I think the Brandon more we're doing, the more, yeah, the more we're doing, the more our partners need to be doing, the more we need to be giving back to UT. We, just, we need to keep growing, right? There's no reason why this snowball can't get bigger and bigger and bigger. Any comment there, Mr. Parks? I'll be glad to put pen to paper whenever you're ready, Philip. We'll dive <laughs> right into those numbers. And the next thing you know, that 5% in sports marketing will be at 10%. Um, no, but I, Paul and I talk about this a lot. Uh, Paul owns, obviously, Knox Sports, which is a sports marketing advertising specific agency. But I will tell you, at, at our office, we try to take on that role. And I think I told Philip this in the very beginning. I want to feel like I'm an extension of your staff and, and maybe this, this corner office that, that helps with marketing. Um, and, and if I can take ownership of that brand, then I know certainly as we grow and develop that we'll be a part of that. Um, and, and hopefully he'll look to us for advice. And the other thing, I think it's important from our side of the business no, no single sports sponsorship is perfect, and we're all going to make mistakes. And, and I think part of earning Phillip's trust was to admit when, hey, we can talk through this specific program or opportunity, but Philip, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's a good fit for you. Um, right. I think he knows that we're not in there trying to sell him something every day. And and I think that that has built trust with the relationship that we have because I truly care about his business and watching him grow his business. And sometimes as sellers, we talk too much and we oversell. And, and I think we could listen more and quite honestly be honest a little bit more. Well, I will tell you, it is, it is a nice story um, because, Philip, you have uh, you're a perfect scenario in terms of a local sponsor that has used the university to elevate your brand. and. Too many times uh, you get so into the weeds um, with trying to do ROI when you just sit back and say, as Brandon said, hey, look at your month over month, look at your year over year, and you can point directly to the amount of business that you've gotten back from the Absolutely. local university to getting to your bottom line. And, and so to know that that is happening uh, and it's only because it started out with just a simple brand elevation and it's graduating into more and more inventory uh, is a great example of how local um, local sponsors can take advantage of collegiate relationships. So with that, we uh, we wrap it up. So thank you very much, Philip, for, for spending some time with us this afternoon. Uh, we will see you, uh, our listeners, uh, back again in two weeks. <clears throat> we'll be right before football season, and then Brandon will join everyone else in being just as nervous as every client out there because uh, uh, Tennessee will be embarking on another year, and all of his sponsors will be about seconds away from activating, so he'll be a mess, but I'll try to carry us home. So we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Knox Talk. <laughs>